Welcome to Papa's House Church Sermon of the Week. We hope you enjoyed this message by Pastor Charles. For more information about this service, visit Papa's House India by logging in into SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook. We welcome you in the name of Jesus. Welcome to Papa's House. My name is Charles. We are so glad you joined to worship the Lord with us this morning. And we are so thrilled what the Lord has for us this morning to receive, to get uh, imparted, but at the same time to walk in the fullness of what God has intended for us. Amen. Just before we start the word, um, I would like to share. It's been a while. I have shared a couple of jokes with you. So I'm just going to read a couple of them. So let's see how it goes. All right. Okay. Some minds are like concrete. Thoroughly mixed up and permanently set. <laughs> I wish mosquitoes suck fat instead of blood. I think you might have heard that. <laughs> oh man. They said a mask and gloves were enough to go to the grocery store. They lied. Everyone was everyone else had clothes on. <laughs> Uh, you, you want one more? This is the cheesiest one. Why couldn't Cain offer the pleasing sacrifice to the Lord? Because he wasn't able. <laughs> Let's pray. Daddy God, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for your presence. We thank you. You are here with us. You are so amazing. You are so loving. You are so kind. You are so compassionate. Daddy God, we pray that you will speak to us. Speak to your children. Let our eyes be attentive on you. Let our ears be sensitive to hear your voice. And our hearts be opened. And it will be a good soil that your seed will fall. And it will produce fruit that brings glory to your name. So we thank you in Yeshua's mighty name we pray. Amen. Guys, the sermon title goes like this, and it's up in the screen. Knock, knock, excuse me, can I come in? Knock, knock, excuse me, can I come in? The text that I'm going to read from is from Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. And I will read this text. I'm going to read it in amplified version. So you might have a different uh, 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 kick to it when you read it. Okay, it says like this, Behold, I stand at the door of the church and continually knock. If anyone hears my voice and open the door, I will come in and eat with him, restore him and eat with me. All right, this particular verse was used under the context of evangelization. I remember people using this to say, God is knocking the door of your heart. Come inside. Uh, it's not necessarily wrong, but this particular scripture is talked, uh, is actually, uh, it's written to your lukewarm church. The church is called Theodicians, you know, uh, and, and this church had this lifestyle of neither hot nor cold. And God gave a very stern rebuke to this church and he 
actually wants the church to come back to a place of communion, communion, canonia, uh, communion in the place where he wants the people of God to come back to the design that he designed, which is a fellowship with him. All right. Now, I want to go back a little bit. Last two weeks ago, we talked a little bit about uh, understanding God's original design. I don't know whether you remember this. It's up in the screen again. Father created, Son redeemed, Holy Spirit lives in us. Father desires to produce his mature Son in us. Jesus is preparing a bride for his wedding and the Holy Spirit wants us to be a spiritual house that he can dwell and manifest his glory. That's where we were talking two weeks ago. And last week we talked about coming into the garden and being inside the garden and enjoying the presence, not as a slave, not as a servant, not just as a friend, but also sons and daughters and also the bride of Christ being the presence carrier, not performance carrier. Now, I believe this is a continuation. I believe the Lord is not done with it. So we are sticking with what the Lord is trying to convey to us. And I believe we are right now in a phase as a church, as the body of Christ, as a, as a papa's house, but also as the church in general. I believe God is bringing us to a place uh, of, of asking this question. Can I come in in a such a way that he wants us to enjoy the ultimate purpose that he created us for. You know, uh, one of my, our friends live in Oxford. He's a good friend of us and they invite us every year to come and teach on Holy Spirit and share in their church. This year we couldn't go because of all the lockdowns and restrictions and stuff like that. Uh, even though we were invited and we had the dates, but we couldn't go. And it was a, it was quite a, a, a hectic season for all of us. And he runs actually a, a business called um, uh, Selling Pianos, actually. It's called Robert Pianos. And a very successful, one of the top, you could say, one of the, one of the top uh, 10 or 5 uh, big piano uh, sellers in the whole of the country. And uh, it's very interesting uh, to look at it. He, if you, if, if you look at the way piano is designed, the piano is designed for only one purpose. It's to produce a music that will be soothing to your ears and it will bring an amazing sense of satisfaction to your heart. That's it. But I have seen <laughs> in some houses that I visited, the piano is actually used like a table to stack your books upon, to stack your candles and, uh, you know, to stack all those stuff or like used like a bench. You can stand and fix something. And that's not how piano was created. When the guy designed piano, he didn't say it has got 19 or 20 different uses. It's got just one. And I believe this, and I'm going to share this with you. When you and me are created in the image of God, we were created for one purpose. You know what is it purpose? To be a worshiper. Come on, somebody say amen. One purpose. 
to be a worshipper. That's the reason God created you and me. Only one purpose, to be a worshipper. And now, we in the church, we are so trained, the moment, this is what it is, okay. We got saved, we get baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit. Now we say, I'm going to go do God's work. We actually, majority of the churches preaches only these two gospels. You are fallen, God restores you to get saved so that you can go to heaven. But actually that's the half of the gospel. The whole gospel is you are created. God's ultimate creation uh, was in his mind even before he created anything. So creation, fall and then salvation. But that's not the end of it. It's restoration. Romans talks about it. The creation is groaning to be restored. And I believe we are created for one purpose. Of course, it's for his pleasure in Revelation talks about. But we are created so that we can worship him in spirit and in truth. John chapter 4. That's the reason we are created. But if we are not persistent, consistent, fervent worshippers, we cannot be effective, faithful workers in the kingdom. Listen, this is the reality of many of us. We think, we limit ourselves. Worship is to do with my... I know I'm, I'm saying this again and again. I, I just... I just feel in my heart that some of you need to have that divine click. And, and that sometimes Jesus, if you read the Gospels, <laughs> he repeats it again and again. Why? To get a click. And I believe God wants to speak this to you guys. You know, I, I strongly, I'm not saying I'm Jesus. I'm just don't get me wrong. But I'm saying, you know, there are certain things in life we need to make the order clear. And if we make the order clear, we know I am not a worker first. I am a worshipper. And my worship is not limited on Sundays or midweek service. My worship is not limited to music. My worship doesn't stop when the 25-30 minutes of songs that we sing to the Lord. My worship is just not an event. It's a lifestyle. And I am created for His worship. To worship Him. To bring glory to Him. And when I know that I am an effective, fervent, persistent, consistent, passionate worshipper, then I know I can be an effective worker in the kingdom of God. Amen. And this is, this is the question God is asking. You know, I am standing at the door of the church. Who is the church? Ecclesia. You are the church. And continually knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, you see, knock. The voice of the Lord is the knock. The voice of the Lord is the knock. If anyone hears the voice of the Lord and opens. My point is this. If you are a worshipper, <laughs> if you are a worshipper, 
you can hear the voice of the lord if you are a worker it's hard to find it out why because a worker is focused on task a worshipper is focused on a person shila marakatala drama a worker is focused on a what a task i want to fix this finish this but a worshipper is focused on the person my friends i do believe god wants us to go and be a salt and light he said in matthew you are the salt you are the light he said go into all the world matthew 28 he said go into all the world and preach the gospel mark 16 he said i want you to go preach the gospel in everywhere in all over the world to all creatures and he said baptize them in the name of the father son and the holy spirit even acts 18 it says go but wait upon the lord then you'll go and be a witness if there are plenty of scriptures that talks about we have to do the work that god has assigned for us but never 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 on the altar of worship never sacrificing your intimacy and doing things for the lord you know it's important it's important to go and preach the gospel you know we live in a country where close to 94% of population don't know jesus or they know but they have not decided to follow him and we have 5 to 6% and and that's a very generous estimate my friends so there is a humongous task in front of us yes it's very true but the task can never be reached if we have the hat of a worker the task can be reached if we know our priorities i am called to be his worshiper amen i am called to worship his name i am called to bring glory to his name i am called to adore him i am called to magnify him and by the, by the way my friends how do we do this when you say charles uh, what do you mean when you say it's a lifestyle there are few things you can just think about it you know worship is basically god is in the center of your attention that's worship he gets the primary first attention that you are focused primarily on him so let's translate this in daily activities how do we do this for example your thought life let's start from here thought life someone said if i can't think the thoughts with my head what god didn't think thoughts with his head about me so i want to ask you this question what are you thinking is your thoughts bringing glory to god do you have thoughts of negativity bitterness hatred lust sensual pleasures that is not designed aligned with the lord what is that is jesus being glorified in your thought life so how do you worship the lord it's not just on church sunday morning <laughs> am i worshiping the lord in my thought life next am i worshiping the lord with my ears what do i hear with my ears 
if somebody talks about gossip do i get excited or i'm saying my goodness the person who's inside you know remember we are the temple yeah i want to guard him i don't want to make my, my the guest to feel uncomfortable i want him to enjoy where he's staying so i'm going to put a filter on my ears mouth what do i speak <laughs> we all know we know more we are all bilingual indians generally are bilingual or trilingual or even more than that you know i myself i'm 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 more than bilingual and many of you are at least four or five languages you speak and and my friends i want to tell you this <laughs> you know there is a language we speak in the christian field is called christianese <laughs> christianese praise the lord ayya stotram ayya anduvarku magime undavadaga kartharku stotram but then we have also non christianese language how do we use the words is christ glorified you know I, this is the thing one day the lord dealt with me i am actually i was actually used to be very kind to my superiors because they are my boss you know but then i was mean to my fellow workers one day the lord said that's double standard charles you pretend you are a good man in front of your your bosses but your fellow workers and people who work under you they think you are a jerk why because your attitude changes and then the lord has to convict me that i have to worship the lord with my mouth worship the lord with your heart with your hands do i do the best of my abilities to god you see worship this is what james you know martin luther said that the book of james should never be in the bible <laughs> do you know that this is a news take it but i do believe god is bigger than holy spirit is bigger than martin luther and why because james actually says faith without works is dead what does that mean that means your worship has to translate in every area of your lives if it is not translated in every area of your lives if it is not affecting in every area of your lives you just did a lip service you know growing up watching tamil movies uh, in the early 90s we used to have lots of north indian girls coming as heroines like nakma kushbu and these girls don't speak tamil but they would come here they would speak cry and speak amazing but it's actually lip somebody is a dubbing artist behind and they are like singing doing all those things and <laughs> you know that's exactly what god is saying if your worship your faith is not translated in your works in different areas of your life then it's a dead worship what is that it's just lip service you just do things that's out of your mouth but then your kids look at you and say my dad is a jerk 
your, your, your boss, your, your co-workers look at you and say, man, this guy, I can't understand him. He's weird. Not in a good way, but in a very bad way. You know, the, the people that you do business with, uh, they're like, man, this guy, I don't know how he calls himself Christian. The way he cook his books. Do you hear my point? So here God is saying, I'm knocking. Excuse me, can I come in? He's not asking you to say, yes, Lord, I'm going to church. You can also join me. No, he's asking you to say, yes, I want to come in in your thoughts. I want to come in with your, in your eyes. I want to come in what you hear. I want to come in how you speak. I want to come in in your decisions, in your heart, in your will. You know, the most dangerous gift God gave is the will. And the most precious gift God gave is your will. Why it is dangerous, you can use your will to do against God's will. Why it is precious, you can use your will to do God's will. He wants to come there. How do we do this? How do we do this? I have written down a few things and I believe it's going to be helpful for us. And uh, the only way that I have learned and I'm still learning, I'm not a pro in this. I would be lying if I'm saying I'm a pro in this. You know, I'm a disciple like you, follower, student, learner. The only way we can keep accommodating the attitude of worship is by welcoming Holy Spirit. By not just saying welcome, Holy Spirit, but I have written down a few points and it's going to go quickly. I want you to take notes. I want to pray with you. Because God wants to dine with us. He wants us to dine with Him. He wants us to dwell with us and He he wants us to dwell with Him. How do we do this? The only way is to keep welcoming, attitude of welcoming the Holy Spirit. Number one, it's up in the screen, repent from neglecting the Holy Spirit. You know, we are right now, all over the world, the friends that I know of are praying for revival. Can I tell you, revival will never come without repentance. Do you know that? Revival can never have been, been experienced without repentance. And repentance only happens when you are humble enough to do that. That's why 2 Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins and heal their land. You know, we can't forgive our sins. We can't heal our land. But we can do one thing. Humble ourselves. And that humility produces repentance. Repentance produces revival. Revival produces regeneration, restoration. Amen. <laughs> Repent from neglecting Holy Spirit. Repent. Say to God, God, I am repenting right now for allowing thoughts that you didn't even think with your mind about me. Father, I am repenting right now. I'm repenting right now for the words that I have carelessly spoke. 
for the father i repent how i had to do towards others that's how number 2 think that the holy spirit is the one to be worshiped and obeyed and let me tell you this worship is directly the, the, if you are a true worshiper it is directly revealed to your obedience to the lord you can't just say i worship you lord and then ignore what he has called you to do that's why james made it very clear the half brother of jesus in john chapter 6 if you read you know his brothers actually ridiculed him probably he was one of them but later when he writes he says i am a slave of jesus he remember this jesus is not just my half brother he is now the owner of my life i owe my life to him he owns me marushala kathala durama and he says now my my faith without obedience is dead work number 3 open every door of your life and invite him if god wants to come in your heart don't just give god a nice uh, how can i say uh, uh people just give god just some kind of uh, uh you know a, a a room a guest room and say god come and take that guest room take that's yours no god is interested not just in your guest room man god says i want to be the owner of your life every door every door you know in every home there is one room where we stuck all our junk if you invite friends for dinner you arrange everything but the things you can't put in order you will take that and put it in that dark room god wants to come inside listen to me he doesn't want us not the earthly guest come when the house is clean but our king eternal father our lord jesus christ he comes and cleans the house just open the door let him come and dwell there number 4 surrender the whole surrender to holy spirit every room in your heart so he can be a master and lord not as a guest in your room number 5 he is drawn always to the sweet name of jesus remember who is holy spirit the spirit of jesus is holy spirit the spirit of jesus is drawn to the name of jesus ask yourself this question this decision that i am making is jesus glorified this property i'm going to buy is jesus glorified this shopping i am doing is jesus glorified he is interested in your shopping hello not reliance not easy buys they are interested in your wallets <laughs> they are you know the reliance give coupons <laughs> they are the most string attached coupons that i ever received in my life they'll give you a coupon for 500 but then the fine print i need my glasses to read that fine print when i read the fine print when you purchase on or before from this time to that time onwards for 2500 rupees stretch mark selected items then you can use this coupon 500 but the big print says 500 for you our people say stotraya 500 kudukuram let's keep on buying he is interested 
he is interested in your wallets he is interested in in what you eat hello <laughs> mashila kanda don't make me go there ribala tarashalandurama number 6 where jesus is honored holy spirit feels welcome is jesus honored in the conversation that i had with my colleague is jesus honored with the conversation that i had with my friend is jesus honored in the conversation that i talked with my wife is jesus honored with the with with the ambience that i nobody was there i'm watching something is jesus honored in that is jesus glorified in this that's worship guys that's allowing jesus to come inside he's knocking he's knocking number 7 where jesus is glorified holy spirit feels free to love and be pleased to be at home <laughs> you know this is so beautiful when when the holy spirit feels home in us it it happens like this his desires becomes our desires and then we take a decision to help the poor we take the decision to send this money to this mission organization we take this decision to 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 help someone to start their business what's happening it's like his his desires is completely penetrated and he feels home so is actually when you move out when you do things it's not you doing because he is filled he is feeling home in you and he is doing things through you wow wow shila mara bata shila durakatala my dear friends I want to stop here. Maybe the Lord willing next week we will continue. But I want to pray with you. Because I I I just don't want to just download your information. But here I feel in my heart very strongly. He is knocking. He is knocking just like he locked the church in Revelation. He is knocking right now. And maybe it's it's maybe some of you are in a lukewarm stage one day you read bible another day you read don't read one day you feel like coming to church another day you don't feel like coming to church one day you are faithful in first fruits giving another day you like sudden expenses came i'll give i will see jesus loves me many times we 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 confuse the word love and the word please you know i have two kids you know that i love them i love them and one day i remember i asked asha to bring my cup my favorite cup my tea cup from my room to downstairs and she went upstairs to bring it and on the way back she just dropped it and i was like man and she cried and i said okay papa no problem do i stop loving her no I still love her but what she did was it pleasing no i have to go another 
go and buy another cup. And this time I told her, Asha, please don't drop it. You know, and that's the thing. We're not talking about love. God loves us. Why? He created us. God loves us. That's because He is God. Hello? God loves us because He loves us. But we are not talking about that. We are talking about pleasing. We are talking about He comes in us. We are talking about He comes in us and we in Him. And that relationship of divine favor, divine encounter with Him. And out of that flows everything. Father, I pray for my brothers and sisters right now. I pray for the new ones who are watching right now. Lord, you are knocking. You are knocking. Let them hear your voice. The knock on the door that of their hearts, their minds, their ears, their emotions. As you knock, let them invite you inside. Invite you into that deep, darkest, dirty room that nobody dare to go in. Let them invite you. Papa, some of you feel so guilty of your past. What happened? What went wrong? Some of you are guilty about how things went that you are not even so sure to share it with somebody. But invite God there. <laughs> Don't live this lukewarm lifestyle. Don't live this lifestyle like I'm hot sometime but I'm cool some other time. Don't live that lifestyle. God is saying, I want you to be fire for me. Invite me in. I want to breathe over you. I want to live inside of you. I want you to live inside of me. Let's have an amazing dinner together, communion together. I don't know who it is for, but the Spirit of God is reminding me to tell you this morning. If you're watching this in the evening, the Spirit of God is saying, Yes, you feel ashamed. To invite God in that door. You feel guilty to bring God into the door. You feel, you feel, you feel scared. What if God sees this? Is he going to reject me? Because you opened the door to this, to this relationship, to this person. And they rejected you right after they hearing. Right after they seeing. And you're scared. And God is saying, I'm not like that person. Invite me in. I will come in. I will sort this out. And I just sense so strongly saying, I will never waste your hurt. I'm going to use what you thought the most hurtful for my glory. Because your hurt, I'm not going to waste. I'm going to bring glory to my name through your hurt. And your mess, I will turn into a message of hope. Says the Lord. Father I pray. That you will help your children. To open this door. Of their hearts. So that you can come in. Take all the lukewarmness out from us. So that you will be glorified. In and through our lives. We thank you. In Yeshua's name. Amen.